Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, inside the warring Senate GOP. Number two, House Republican leadership's tentative tax plans. And number three, Bob Good's primary challenge. Let's get into it. The Senate GOP has turned into a mirror image of sorts of the House Republican conference, and it's a complete mess. Uh, private Republican meetings have devolved into testy exchanges over immigration, Donald Trump and Ukraine. Remember, we have been in the middle of a negotiation over the border for um, over border security and immigration policy for uh, weeks now between Senators Chris Murphy, James Langford and Kirsten Sinema. And um, they this kind of came to a head yesterday in a Senate Republican conference meeting. Remember, this is not the only meeting this week today. Senate Republicans have a meeting on Ukraine uh, aid, and it's a meeting that was called by Ron Johnson and 17 senators, 17 senators, including Ron Johnson, that is. Um, basically, Republicans are accusing Mitch McConnell, the Senate minority leader, of using this border negotiation as a um, end run to get Ukraine money. And McConnell's uh, view is, no, he's not doing that. He's trying to use it as an opportunity to score um money for the board, uh, a policy for the border that he wouldn't be able to get, Republicans wouldn't be able to get if they themselves were in the, the Senate majority. Uh, there was a lot of shouting at the Senate Republican conference meeting. Tom Tillis and Ted Cruz got into it. James Lankford said that he hadn't asked for this border assignment, but was drafted into it uh, by his colleagues and really by the Republican leadership. Now, um, the, the a lot of the frustration here is that Quite frankly, everybody's hearing rumors about this border bill, but they've not seen it. Mike Lee of Utah, Republic, conservative Republican from Utah, said he they might need weeks to go through this bill. And Mitch McConnell has said, frankly, that he wants action on this bill immediately, very quick action on this bill, uh, something that's been echoed by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Um, now, listen, we thought we were going to get text on this border bill this week. That's what uh, everyone had signaled to us. There was even supposed to be action, floor action on it this week. Uh, by the way, this will take two weeks to pass through the Senate if it passes at all. So the frustration is in part is that is in part due to the fact that Republicans are hearing about this bill. They're not seeing it. And um, those that have seen some of the provisions are not happy with it. Lindsey Graham, the ranking Republican on the Senate Judiciary Committee, has effectively said the parole provisions, one of the one of the key provisions in this bill, needs to be improved. He has been working with McConnell and Langford, uh, trying to get that improved, and they're really trying to work Lindsey Graham into neutral or supportive of this bill. Which I think, uh, given uh, having spoken to him yesterday, and Max Cohen also spoke to him yesterday, will be a tall task. Um, so all this together sets up a very contentious meeting today on Ukraine policy. We will be there. We will be covering it, and uh, we will be all over that. Number two story of the day, the tax bill is out and Republican leadership is in a tough spot. So, OK, the last night at about 8 p.m., the Senate, the House Republican leadership posted the uh, tax bill that was cut by Jason Smith, the chair of the Ways and Means Committee, and Ron Wyden, the chair of the Senate Finance Committee. Now, this bill uh, basically extends a whole host of business tax breaks and expands the child tax credit with a focus on lower income families. It has some other measures, including affordable housing incentive and disaster tax relief. This should be a slam dunk, right? This bill passed. It's not, it's 
non-controversial in the sense it passed the Ways and Means Committee 40 to 3. Um, tax policy that passes the Ways and Means Committee 40 to 3 is very, um, very uh, um, rare. Let's put it that way. But this is not normal times. The House Republican leadership has struggled with how to handle this bill. So the plan is to put it through suspension, which requires a two-thirds majority. Um, as we all know, as I, we've repeated a million different times, um, the, the Rules Committee is stacked with hardline conservatives. They can't get a rule out of this thing. So they have to just bring bills straight to the floor under suspension and hope the Democrats vote for it. Democrats, by and large, are going to vote for this tax bill. Um, we don't know the, at what level yet, but I think they are going to vote for this tax bill, considering it passed 40 to 3 out of ways and means. Uh, Speaker Mike Johnson also has a salt problem. Remember, the Trump tax bill, for all of the uh, political positives Republicans believe it had for them, it limits the tax deduction on state and local tax, which really screws blue state lawmakers because blue states have generally have higher taxes that they can't deduct at the level that they used to. So New York Republicans um, want to roll that back as part of the tax bill and won't be able to do that through amendments if this bill is brought, brought to the bill, brought to the floor rather under suspension of the rules. So uh, Johnson and his leadership team will have to work this next week to mollify New York Republicans and other blue state Republicans whose constituents have been hit by the $10,000 salt limit. Um, to be honest with you, the House Republican leadership has screwed blue state Republicans, some of the most vulnerable members of the House Republican conference a million different times, and they don't really, they force them to vote on all sorts of stuff that could imperil their elections. So this is familiar territory for the leadership and for New York Republicans. We'll see, and, and other blue state Republicans as well. So we'll see if there's anything more than belly aching here. Um, this is going to be a big part of next week, this tax bill. We will be all over that as it uh, uh, develops. Number three story of the day, great piece by Mika Soliner about the HFC rallying to try to save Bob Good in a contentious primary. Uh, Bob Good's made a lot of enemies, but his far-right allies in the Freedom Caucus are lining up to try to help save him by uh, from a primary challenge from John McGuire. This is a real primary challenge from a state senator who's a former Navy SEAL who's getting support from all the Navy SEALs in the House of Representatives. Uh, there, you know, there's some thought in the HFC that Bob Good could really win a tough race. That's, you know, there's no evidence of that. Good uh, had won in 2020 for the first time only because he had help from CLF, $1.8 million in the NRCC, $1.3 million to beat a Democrat in his relatively red district in Virginia. Um, Trump world has turned against Good because he supported uh, Ron DeSantis. There's a lot of people who don't like Good, Marjorie Taylor Greene, among others. We will see um, how it shakes out for good. I don't think he's he could expect, as I noted yesterday on the podcast, I think CLF might sit that one out, um, given the fact that he uh, was instrumental in booting Kevin McCarthy and is generally a pain to the Republican leadership. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You could subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe. Punchbowl.